Ricky Nixon. It's uh, the Chicken Coop, Ricky Nixon, Tony Marks. We are back for a uh, special second episode for the week. Mate, how you been Cooping since yesterday, buddy? Time. Yeah? Cooping up big time, yeah, cooping. Cooping it up. Hey, mate, big story that's uh, really prompted us to get back on the air for a second show this week. Um, legendary coach Alistair Clarkson has taken an, an indefinite leave. Uh, look, I, I, I was um, shocked but not shocked having been put through this myself by media over a considerable period of time. But, you know, I think that people need to understand that this hasn't probably been an easier easy decision by Alistair, but it would be based around, I'm sure, not himself, but more around his family. Because, you know, whenever you're put through daily, he said this, he said it, allegations, where there's no proof to any allegations whatsoever that I've seen, nor has the public, is it does a massive effect on your family and your kids. It's as simple as that. Yeah, so, mate, let's... um. Let's sort of step back through what's going on here. So around about eight months ago, allegations of, uh, you know, poor treatment of Indigenous players at the Hawthorne Football Club was sort of levelled at Alistair Clarkson and, um, and a group of people that were a part of the leadership of the uh, coaching staff back at the time. Mm. And from what I'm, I've been reading, it's that, um, that one of the things that's really sort of got up Alex Alistair's nose is that he feels like he's been denied um, you know proper sort of due course in in being able to at least present his case he hasn't had an opportunity to say anything and the information regarding the statements that have been made um, it doesn't appear that they've been given access to that material so they're not even completely sure of what's being leveled at them yeah absolutely and and you know this is this is going to flow into a major damages case for sure which is going to hurt the AFL, help Hawthorne, because you can't just keep saying these allegations when there's no proof to them whatsoever. And there's no way, if this was true, that Alistair had done this or for the, or Chris Fagan or anyone else at the Hawthorne Football Club, then surely the proof's available immediately. It's not 12 months later type of thing. And this is just dragging on and on. And every day he has to face, you know, the Caroline Wilsons of this world, criticising him for everything she can possibly find just to create some clickbait for for a footy show, which all is that that show is all about. How does a club or even the AFL allow this to become public fodder? You know, it's clearly a really sensitive issue. It's uh, it's you know, it's basically got the ability to to ruin lives. And you know, I mean, obviously, if the allegations are true, there's implications on that side of things as well. But how does this stuff make its way into the press? to be just basically gobbled up and have people like Clarko's life, you know, clearly turning to shit, you know, with the possibility if this unfolds and none of it's true, uh, how, well, how, how do you recover point. from this? The, our laws in Australia are totally different to somewhere like the UK where you can't come out and make these allegations without, you know, certain form of evidence, et cetera, et cetera. When is the media going to be stopped from being able to just print whatever he said, she said, without any proof whatsoever? And the ongoing damage to someone with a high profile is life. It's not, oh, it's over next week. I'm sorry. No, because someone like Alistair will walk down the street in some town in Western Australia in 15 years' time, minding his own business, and someone will bring it up again. You know, and it's just got to the point where, you know, when's the government going to step in and just start to put some control over social media and things like that? Because 
it's not going to go away. And look, I heard, and, and look, I totally respect and like the football commentary on SEM, but to hear two people on SEM the other day on the breakfast show trotting Sam Mitchell just with stuff like, do you think he'll turn up at the Premiership reunion? And, you know, I don't think Sam really wanted to answer that, you know, and he probably answered it the best way he could, but all of a sudden that was headlines that Clarkson not likely won't be turning up at the Premiership reunion. Alistair Clarkson hasn't come out and said he won't, he's not turning up at the Premiership reunion. In fact, if I was the Premiership players, I'd be the people who are getting around him today and kiss and cuddle him and, um, you know, get around him like he supported them through lots of situations in their Premiership years. But isn't this isn't this just even like sort of talking to the point that most of the stuff that you read and that you hear in the press, it's all hearsay. Somebody's asking Sam Mitchell whether oh, he correct. thinks that Alistair Clarkson will go to an event. I mean, fucking ask Alistair Clarkson. What, correct. correct. You know, why are you asking it's somebody? To, it's all opinion. Too. It's yeah. all opinion, mate. And it's what Scott Penelby said the other day. The likes of Dustin Martin, and I'm, this isn't about Dustin Martin, I'm just using his name as an example because he's a superstar of the game. Is You don't need the fame and fortune after you've achieved so much in the game. It's, you know, I can understand people starting to walk away from AFL football because I don't see basketballers in Australia or soccer for A-League players subject to the type of media that the AFL is. And yes, it's the number one sport in Australia. And yes, rugby does cop it in Sydney more, not as much down here. But, geez, I'd be saying to my young kids and uh, basketball and soccer is the way to go because you don't want to end up like this. No, you don't. I mean, this is just another reason why, you know, you'd think twice if you're, uh, you know, if you're, if you've got the capacity to perform at the elite level in sport, whether it's on the field or in a, in the role of administration, uh, yep. you have to really ask yourself, you know, where's the incentive to be a part of this industry when yep. you're basically, you're just cannon fodder? Oh, look, over the last three years, I've dealt with a couple of coach current coaches on matters that will be kept strictly private for the very reasons that I've just said. And, and you know, the hell they were going through and sought my what would you say, consultation from an independent point of view, because I've managed a lot of coaches over the years, is, you know, no, people don't realise they're going through seven days a week of constant, um, you know, allegations or, you know, the community's upset or, you know, fans are, you know, upset or whatever else. You know, you look at what Michael Boss is going through for three losses. They beat Collingwood on the weekend and all of a sudden it turns around the other way because the headlines, you know, are just out of yeah. out of whack. Um, so, you know, I think it... Um, that's that's what I've got to say on that matter, and I think it, you know I wish Alistair and his family all the best. I did contact him after he left Hawthorne, and you know via text, and we spoke via text, and you know I'll be reaching out to him again because you know I don't want to see anyone go through what I've seen other people go through. Yeah, I, this sort of thing, you know, the way that the media sort of manages this information, it it reminds me of you know the Essendon, what they call the Essendon saga. You know, I I understand that, you know, the buck stops at the top. You know, at the end of the day, if you've got the top job, you know, when the axe falls, you know, it's generally your head that comes off. But, you know... Oh, look, and, and I hate I had these weak people on social media who say, oh, they should know that they get paid so much money to play this game, they should have to put up with whatever the media says and everything else. Well, I'm sorry, no. They shouldn't have to put up with How would you like it if it was you? Yeah. If we said, well, you work as a electrician you get 60 grand a year so that allows us just to abuse you twice a year but we can abuse an afl footballer who's on 600 grand we can abuse him 40 times a year yeah, yeah i mean mate. it's getting to the point where somebody 
somebody with a bit of balls has to stand up and do something about it. The prime minister would be a good start. Yeah, well, I, I, mate, I don't, I don't know how you, um, you, you stop that machine now because it seems to be, um, you know, we've opened Pandora's box with the way that we. Well, it's we, pretty th- simple. Uh, it's a simple black and white law. You cannot print anything or say anything in the media in Australia unless there is proof, proof of allegations. Well, yeah, I think I, I think well, you know, clearly one way of managing it too is then to have a clear distinction as to whether you're a um, a satirical publication or a tabloid, which means that you are just purely entertainment and there's no basis to what you're saying. And then well, everyone in the everyone in the Australian world knows that Rupert Murdoch started this tabloid crap, puts his money into political parties just to get his own way all the time. And this is if this is who leads our community, the Rupert Murdochs of this world. Well, God forbid us. Yeah, it um, you know this whole situation though it's it's it seems to stink through the through the the steps of the process. I mean, if eight months has gone by since this thing got started, and um, here we are, you know they say that you know that as time goes by, your recollection of events is diminished significantly, and eventually you're not even remembering the time that something occurred, you're actually remembering the last time you remembered it. And, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm no expert in that field and I'm probably not giving it the justice or, you know, or the gravity that it deserves in that regard. But the fact is, is that if there were any, any sort of major things that occurred back in the day, I mean, this, this needs to be acted upon at the time. Uh, correct. And this is my, you know, I've had people come, or police come to me over allegations from 27 years ago about a player I used to manage. And they were told to leave very quickly because I said, I'm not, I, how can I comment on something 27 years ago that I don't even know about, let alone the player that you're talking about? I mean, you know, this has got to a stage where something has to happen. And look, I think we leave it there today, Marky, because I really feel for Alistair Clarkson and, um, I think people should back off. Everyone should back off and just give him the space he needs and his family. Yeah, agreed, mate. Well, you know, we, we send our regards to Alistair and all involved and hopefully um, hopefully the truth comes out quickly and um, and this thing can be settled and people can get on with their lives. Absolutely, mate. You have a good day. You too, buddy. Take care. It's a special edition of the Chicken Coop with Ricky Nixon and Tony Marks. We'll see you next Monday night. Have a good one, chicken. Hey, mate.